Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we'll be covering the biggest nutrition mistakes I see being made with a lot of people when they first start their fitness journeys and also the mistakes that I personally made. Now, it's safe to say that I did not have the best relationship with food when I first started my fitness journey, and many of you guys can probably resonate with that. This often happens because we're led to believe so much BS on the internet and we start associating certain foods as to perhaps why we're not able to lose the body fat that we're really trying to lose, why we're not looking the certain way that we're wanting to look. Now we start blaming certain foods as well, such as carbs, and then we start creating this anxiety and fear around them. And it's simply just due to a lack of accurate knowledge. Now, with that anxiety and that fear around certain foods, what then happens is we start restricting certain foods. And when we start restricting certain foods, it leads to obsessive thoughts about those foods. And then we start having the binge and restrict cycle. Now, the common experiences that I hear a lot of females talking about with food is that they just can't stop eating. Um, as soon as they open up a bar of chocolate, they have to finish the whole thing. A lot of them, they can't trust themselves around food, so they feel like as soon as they start eating, they just can't stop until the point where they're sickly full. And then even when they're sickly full, they continue eating. And these are all experiences that I have personally dealt with as well, so I know just how challenging and also just mentally draining this can be. Now, the reason why a lot of us females feel like we can't trust ourselves around food anymore, why we're not in control around food is because we've been restricting for so long. And now subconsciously, um, we have this inherent belief that if we don't eat everything we see right now, we may never be able to feel our body again, right? We'll go back to our restriction. Our body's then going to again struggle for nutrients. It's going to be hungry again. It's essentially our survival instincts. So that is why we start restricting it actually ends up leading to us binging and overeating and feeling completely out of control with food. Now, of course, logically, we all know that food is always going to be around us, right? And we're never going to essentially run out. But subconsciously, because we've been restricting for so long, that is actually now our internal beliefs. So this naturally brings me to the first biggest mistake that I personally made on my fitness journey around nutrition. And something that, again, I see happening to so many women is that I was being overly restrictive and very strict on the certain foods that I was allowing myself to have. Now, look, ladies, there is absolutely no need for you to be removing certain foods from your diet, whether that be carbs, whether that be processed foods, chocolate crisps, whatever it is that you have identified as perhaps bad for you. There is actually no need to be fearing them and there is no need to be removing them from your diet completely. From a health optimization standpoint, of course, it's important to be fueling our bodies with 80% whole foods, foods that actually provide us the nutrients that we want. However, there is always, always, always room for those indulgent foods, the foods that perhaps don't really provide us any nutrients that we really need, but they make us feel good. They're perhaps great for bonding experiences and they're just delicious. So why not have them? Now, the key thing is you want to be thinking about what more can you add to your diet rather than what more do I need to remove? What more can you add? What other foods are going to benefit your health, your energy, how you feel? What other foods are going to help you reach those physical goals that you want to achieve? Now, this is going to enable you to have that abundance mindset with food. And once you really lean into that abundance mindset with food, you stop obsessing over foods and you actually stop gravitating towards those foods that aren't that conducive towards your goals. The second common mistake that I see being made is associating a meal out with being a failure. So many of you ladies view your fitness journey and the way you're eating as successful or failing. And there's just no in between. 
Now, firstly, there is no success or failure on this journey, okay? A fitness journey is never going to be perfect and there's no right or wrong. Now, when you associate meals out with you falling off track or failing, what happens is we end up with that all nothing mindset where we go, okay, today was a failure, so F it, right? And what happens is we end up binging, we end up overindulging and having all these different types of foods just because we had one meal out. Now, it's also not that one meal out that actually throws you off track or undoes your progress, but it's how you respond and how you react to that meal. So again, when you view it as being a failure, it almost feels like it's not salvageable, right? And you go, well, I've really failed, so there's nothing to undo. Um, there's nothing I can undo, so why not continue just overeating and overindulging because I've already failed, so instead of viewing your diet as a failure or a success, start viewing it as actions that are going to be conducive towards your health and how you want to feel and actions that perhaps aren't so conducive, but they're also not going to ruin your progress or be the end of the world for you. Make choices that are going to help you look and feel your best. And now that could be in moments of time, wanting that ice cream and having it because that's going to make you feel your best. And then perhaps 80% of the time, it's going to be having those whole foods that you know are going to digest well, that are conducive towards your goals, getting your proteins in, girl, um, and just making sure that you are taking care of your health from inside and out. Another nutrition mistake that I see being made is opting for healthy snacks because you're trying to lose weight. I definitely fell for this. I associated healthy snacks um, with me being on track with my fitness goals and any sort of process or unhealthy snack was suddenly terrible for me and me reaching my fitness goals and the body that I wanted. The thing is though, it really is just a matter of total calories that you're consuming when it comes to fat loss. Now, this isn't to say we go and just eat processed foods all the time because, oh, if I'm in a calorie deficit, it's okay. Yes, you're going to be losing body fat when you're in a calorie deficit, but the quality of your foods 80% of the time does matter towards, again, your health and how you want to be feeling, how you want to be performing at the gym. And again, your body composition, it is going to come down to the quality of your foods as well. Now, many of you guys may have experience where you feel like you're eating healthy, you're having healthy snacks, maybe it's the bag of nuts rather than the bag of crisps, and you're wondering why you're not losing body fat or seeing the progress that you want to be seeing. The thing is, a bag of nuts is typically a lot more calorie dense than the bag of crisps that you're perhaps avoiding because you're labeling it as bad food, whereas the nuts, obviously, they're a lot healthier and you're labeling, you're labeling it as good. However, healthy foods doesn't always correlate to fat loss. Now, this is why it's so important that you are empowered with nutritional knowledge so that you can make the best decisions for yourself in terms of your goals, but also to make sure that you're enjoying the foods that you do want. So you're not fearing the crisps and feeling like they're bad for you and your fat loss goals when actually they're lower in calories than the bag of nuts that perhaps maybe you didn't even want. Allow yourself to have more of a balanced diet, incorporate the foods that you really do enjoy that perhaps may not offer as many nutritional benefits, um, but are going to help you stay sane on your fitness journey. And then obviously prioritize the foods that are going to give you the nutrients that you need. Next, another mistake that I made was actually choosing foods that I didn't even want when going out for a meal because I felt that it was healthier and more conducive towards me reaching my fitness goals. And then because I would leave so unsatisfied, I would go home and then I would binge and actually order the food that I really wanted. Now, when you're aiming to say lose body fat, of course, you need to be in a calorie deficit. However, if you are having those meals out, make sure you're actually listening to your cravings and you're meeting yourself somewhere in between, right? 
when you go out for a meal, make sure that you make choices that are aligned with how you want to feel and how you want to progress with your goals, but also they align with your current cravings and you're actually able to satisfy yourself through that meal. Now, this could look like opting for a balanced main meal. So that could be, you know, a lean source of protein, carbs, and some vegetables, but then also ordering a side that you really want. Now, that could be maybe the fries or it could be, I don't know, calamari, um, and then sharing it with a partner or a friend. That way you're still satisfying your cravings, but you're still making sure that your choices are aligned with you making the progress that you also want to see. Another example could be if you've been really craving that dessert and that chocolate cake maybe, making sure that you are making sure that you're satisfying those cravings by having something sweet after your dinner, but perhaps something that's less calorie dense, or perhaps ordering the dessert and sharing it with your partner so that you don't go into that mindset of being like, I feel so unsatisfied and you end up going home and you end up binging to try and satisfy those cravings that you have been denying yourself. Finally, another mistake that I see so many females making around nutrition is just thinking that more protein equals better results or they just simply need more protein to reach their goals. Now, protein is important for sure. So girls, make sure you're hitting your proteins, but you do not need to be going crazy with it, okay? So 0.8 to one gram per pound of body weight is more than enough. You really do not need more beyond that. Now, the problem that I see is that a lot of females that actually don't know how much protein they need or they actually don't know how to track it properly. Now, from a fat loss perspective, what happens is they end up overeating their proteins or they have way more than they really need and they're opting for everything that is labeled protein, right? High protein snacks. Um, and they're actually in a calorie surplus or they're eating in a maintenance. So they're not actually able to see the physical results that they're wanting, such as the fat loss, because they're not in a calorie deficit and they're actually eating themselves out of the calorie deficit by consuming so much protein. So it's so important that you actually know, number one, how many calories you need to be consuming for your goals, whether that's muscle building or fat loss or maintenance, how much protein you should be having and actually how to track it accurately. Now, this doesn't mean you become obsessive with calories because I know how easy it can be to fall into that trap, um, but it's simply just being a bit more aware of your intake. When you have better knowledge and better awareness of your intake and what you're consuming on a daily basis, it's a lot easier to manage your goals and to actually get yourself moving towards them. It's sort of like budgeting and, you know, looking at your finances. If you're not tracking what's going in and out, then you're really actually unaware, right, of how much you're spending and how much you're actually saving. Same thing with calories. Let's remove those emotions and just simply view it as, okay, energy in versus energy out. It's like my financial spreadsheet, right? If I want to be saving some more money, I need to make sure that my outgoings are a little bit less than my then what's coming in? Same thing with my calories, right? If I need to be in a calorie deficit, I just need to make sure that what's coming in is actually less than what's going out. So removing those emotions, removing that kind of obsessiveness towards tracking and just simply seeing as a way to manage your progress. Now, personally, how we work with our clients is we do teach them how to track their calories and their proteins, um, but in a way where they still get to go out in the week and have a meal where it's not tracked and they're literally just listening to their bodies. They're practicing mindfulness and intuitive eating because that is such an important skill to have. The last thing that we want anyone to feel is that they've been tracking for so long that as soon as they're not tracking, they actually don't know how to manage their portions, they don't know how to control their behaviors around food, and they fall into that all or nothing mindset where 
suddenly they're not tracking and they're just eating everything they see in sight. So really that kind of all or nothing approach where they feel like, well, if it's not tracked, I'm going to eat everything right. And then I'll restart on Monday. So it's about empowering you with knowledge so that you can then take what you've learned from tracking to then eat meals that aren't tracked um, and to know actually, are you getting your protein in intuitively, right? Are you eating balanced meals intuitively using the knowledge that you now do have? Now for other clients, we also offer personalized meal plans. Now the benefit of that is that again, for someone who really just has no idea where to start with their nutrition, they're not really sure how to create balanced meals. It just feels a bit overwhelming, which can be the case for a lot of females and a lot of people in, ge in general. Um, a personalized meal plan does help them to essentially incorporate the foods they do love, the snacks, um, their usual eating habits in a way that also shows them, hey, this is what a balanced meal looks like. This is what a balanced plate of food looks like. Um, this is, you know, the portion sizes that you would probably want to go for that actually makes you feel satisfied and full and also comfortable. Um, and here's how we can also fit in the snacks that you do love that perhaps you may be avoiding because you've deemed it as bad for you um, into your plan and still enable you to see the progress that you want to be making. Um, so those two approaches do work really well. But the overarching theme is that we want to empower you with knowledge so that if you're on your fitness journey yourself, make sure that you are recognizing that that knowledge is so, so important. It's not just about blindly following a set of macros, a set of calorie goals, um, but rather really getting to understand nutrition and knowledge around nutrition so that you don't have to track or follow a meal plan forever um, and you can stay in your best shape. So I hope that this was helpful in terms of going through all the mistakes that I made and also the mistakes I see a lot of females making on their journey. Um, if this resonated, let me know in the comments below if you're watching from YouTube, um, perhaps what you related to and perhaps anything you're struggling with in terms of nutrition so that I can actually go and personally reply to you and help you. Thank you so much for tuning in and make sure you like and subscribe and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.